Good morning from Jeffrey's Specialist Sales. This is Mark Howden from Consumer Staples. Three things, ABI, Campari, and Beiersdorf. On ABI, you've got a note from Monday looking at options uh, to accelerate deleveraging. Uh, obviously, that would help the equity story. One option is to do nothing and ride it out because there aren't actually liquidity issues here. Uh, but it is uh, a headwind to the story. We do remain cautious on emerging market beer given negative translation, transaction, and the risk of weaker demand with the post-COVID-19 hangover. Comparing note post results, we've brought down margin a bit more after the bad Q1. We stay on the sidelines given the low near-term earnings visibility and the backward-looking valuation. And then on Beiersdorf, it should have been an uneventful Q1 release, ended up taking 3% off the stock as the market digested the detail behind the headline. And the La Prairie declines rattled people. Management took a somber note on the call and we cut estimates again with no end to travel restrictions in sight. Morning from morning from Jeffrey's financial specialist sales. Two key events to focus on overnight. Hiscox announced uh, 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 an accelerated book build, just shy of twenty percent of their uh, capital, uh, three hundred seventy-five million dollars uh, being raised there to see them through. Uh, also, a tough period in twenty twenty, but equally to take advantage of some pretty lucrative pricing opportunities, new business, particularly in the US will be uh, a very rich scene for them to mine. And so the few we also have on uh, on Beasley, which we upgraded um, a week past Friday. Details there, we put a buy recommendation on Hiscox now um, with the stock train on literally eight times 2021 earnings. Other than that, Unicredit numbers right as well. They don't ship up quite as strong as in Taser yesterday. Um, there are a lot of moving parts, and you've got to look through some of the key write-downs in the quarter, but core business momentum on the revenue side and flat cost allied with strong capital keep that stock looking pretty attractive to us. Hi, it's Alex Turner on the discretionary stocks. We're downgrading Kering to hold today. Target moves to 5.05. We're still positive on the second half recovery, but cautious increasingly on 2021, and we think a re-rating from here is going to be hard ahead of a negative news flow in H1. Boss, we're reducing our target price post a mixed Q1, but valuation keeps us buyers here. In food retail, we have a note out on the grocers this morning, highlighting the poor performance of the European names versus China and US peers during lockdown. We're reiterating our buy on our six names, highlighting attractive yields and risk-free rates. In mid-cap, Becky publishes feedback on her recent bus note. Investors are liking the liquidity clarification, but an unknown recovery is the key barrier here. Over in Asia, post a recent five-day holiday in China, our consumer note is highlighting a sales recovery now obvious in the mainland in some segments as the government boosts consumption, though Hong Kong is still suffering. Today we're here from Metro and Ocado. Shush. William Bevington from TMT Specials at Jefferies. Three things to highlight. First of all, Telefonica, Good Deutschland, Grace of the numbers. Q1 revenues 3% higher than consensus. Key mobile service revenues 1% higher, beat mostly from low margin handset revenues. Adjusted EBITDA almost 1% better than consensus. CapEx down a pleasingly 22% versus consensus outlook reiterated, uh, particularly on revenues. So good set of results from Telefonica, Deutschland. Next on Nexi, increasing popular payment space. Nexi is uh, and see a merger. A deep dive on this. Game changer for both businesses. Market share up from 50 to over 70%. Um, also compelling evidence that combined business can generate cost changes of over 100 million per annum, EBITDA margin enhancement, price target 18 euros. And finally, Frontier, uh, a top stock within the increasing popular video game space, further diversified games on the way, four games since the IPO, all generating free cash flow, the prospect of four more over three years. The recent Warhammer deal is a great deal, price to get up from 1571 to 2102, so reiterating the buy case on Frontier. 
Good morning from Healthcare. A tidal wave of results out in Europe today. Uh, Nova Nordisk out with a material beat uh, this morning. Unsurprising, as we'd written a couple of days ago, uh, a big stocking benefit of 7%. So basically doubling the growth rate, which of course then flows through to a material beat on earnings. Uh, guidance has been confirmed. I'd say none of this is surprising. But given Novo is unique amongst other pharma companies, I wouldn't be surprised to see a positive reaction to the results this morning. Uh, of the Fresenii, uh, I'd call both uh, quality, good quality Q1s, uh, but they're being a bit cheeky on their guidance, uh, basically confirming underlying but base and saying that COVID it has negative impacts on their business. We know that uh, already, so it sounds like the guidance cut will come at the second quarter, which is a little strange. And Smith and Nephew have come out. We know the results and guidance being pulled, but haven't had enough time to go through that in detail. Thank you. Bonjour from Industrials. Yesterday, a spirit U.S. supplier announced it had agreed with Boeing that it would deliver 125 737 MAX chipsets to Boeing in 2020, which is a 42% cut from the previously announced 216 number. Spirit results later today, so we'll keep an eye as there's read across to Saffron, which is currently producing 10 Leap engines a week, which corresponds to that chipset of 216. The risk is that Boeing will ask Saffron to slowly produce although Boeing can't decide to keep it going to avoid disruption in the supply chain. Results, uh, Schaeffler at first glance, sales in line, EBIT 22% above, free cash flow looks strong, BMW, EBIT beat at the group level but miss on autos, elimination is the big beat, so slightly disappointing, cash flow is negative as expected. Last night they updated guidance warning about impact from the virus and lowering auto EBIT margin range. Good morning from Mark Coffler in Resources. Oil price is still very much in focus and encouraging to see the Brent front month contract back over $30 a barrel. Uh, that's a significant level, uh, which is just about bearable for most in the energy sector, even if it does bring about this circular argument around what happens to North American supply. Uh, and potentially this is a price level uh, which could see some more supply from North America coming back onto the market, or at least um, a slower curtailments versus what we have seen recently. In terms of stocks, uh, we've had AkaBP cutting their dividend this morning, uh, not a huge surprise there. And actually with the stock now yielding 7% on the dividend cut, uh, I think that might be a slightly better outcome than most had expected. We've also seen Equinor fully exit Blundin uh, overnight. Um, we kind of get that given uh, where Equinor stock is pricing at the moment and a few uh, encouraging updates from some of the European steels names.